You're listening to the Craig Proctor Real Estate Show. Each week, I'm going to be interviewing top realtors from coast to coast to give you a backstage pass on how they've created their amazing real estate empires and how you can copy them. Hi, everyone. This is Craig Proctor, and welcome to the Craig Proctor Real Estate Show. My special guest today from Melbourne, Florida is J.D. Van Gilder. J.D., how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Craig. You're looking good, man. Uh, we're having a good little conversation here before we got started. Um, uh, you know, I'm up north here, and uh, J.D. said it's beautiful. It's in the 70s there in Melbourne. Uh, uh, look, a uh, beautiful place there. Tell us a little bit about you, J.D., how you got into real estate and how you found the Craig Proctor system. Well, I started as a, um, as a part-time agent, actually, uh, Craig, and I was uh, a full-time engineer, and uh, I... Uh, I was doing, so how, uh, how do you make the leap from engineering to sales? Because that's kind of like the polar opposite. Well, I it was because I met you. I uh, I was doing this part time, and my broker kept telling me all these educational classes to go to. And he says, "Hey, this this Craig Proctor guy. You know, when I was a Remax agent, he was the number one guy for years, and uh, he's always giving these seminars. You got to go check this one out." What, what year went, was that in that you attended the first that Craig Proctor? Was, uh, two, the end of two thousand sixteen. So I ripped you out of being an engineer and you decided to go full-time into real estate at that point. Yeah, absolutely. I, I uh, called my uh, broker at the time and I says, hey, uh, I just went to this seminar and I always saw real estate as kind of something I did for fun. But now I, I see it as, uh, as a career alternative and I'm going to quit my job. And he just laughed at me and he said, no, you're not quitting your job. So three months later, I quit my job and I was uh, a full-time real estate agent. <laughs> well, congratulations. What's happened since? Okay, you were kind of nibbling around the edges in real estate. You decided to quit your job as an engineer, which I imagine there's a fair amount of training. You're going to school for a long time to be an engineer. So you give all that up. You attend a Craig Proctor event and you decide to go all in on real estate. What does your business look like today? Because you've come a long way. Yeah, business is uh, tenfold what it was uh, then. You know, I was doing a few sales here and there. And the, the first year in, I was uh, at uh, 100, 104,000 gross commission income. And then the following year, 316 in gross commission income. And uh, just keeps going, growing from there. Hey, one of the things that we're going to talk about today is we're going to talk about data tracking and lead, uh, lead management, which uh, as a you know, former engineer, I guess when you're an engineer, you're kind of always an engineer, but you're a detailed guy. And so uh, the tracking and the the data management, the lead management uh, that we use in the Craig Proctor system obviously made perfect sense to you as an engineer. Yeah, absolutely. Tracking the data is, uh, is critical in this business. You want to know where you're spending money wisely and where you're wasting money, because there's plenty of avenues that you can waste money. So uh, tracking how, where your leads are coming from, how they're performing, and actually when it's time to pay somebody to call those leads and when it's not time to do that is uh, critical for making wise decisions. So yeah, data tracking is a key, key role. Okay, well, look, I wanna thank everybody for, for tuning in and watching us here today. We are going to talk about how to run your real estate business as a business versus being a solo agent or nibbling around the edges. Um, that's what JD uh, identified 
uh, that's what he realized when he attended the first Craig Proctor event is I could make um, a very nice living um, not treating real estate as a hobby or a part-time deal or uh, hustling as a solo agent, but actually uh, creating a business using direct response marketing, okay, where we can measure every dollar that we spend. And when we can measure, okay, that means we can start to test. We can test one ad versus another ad, one media versus another, but we can test uh, to make sure that we're optimizing the return that we get on our investment. JD, that worked so well for you that shortly into this, you couldn't keep up with all the leads and all the business. No, absolutely. I couldn't keep up at all. I, what, uh, what was your mindset at that at that point where you're like, uh, kaboom, I, I, I've kind of created a monster and you, you realized you've had this epiphany that I can't do it all. Yeah, I, I was, uh, it was uh, mind blowing. I couldn't uh, keep up with the leads. I, I couldn't uh, work enough. My, my wife's saying, hey, you, you can't do this uh, on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, but I love it because in the beginning we try, right? Yeah. Right. Like I, I try. I was, uh, you know, when I got into real estate, I was single. I wasn't married. Um, no kids at that, that point. So um, that was my solution is, well, I'll just work, you know, instead of working eight hours a day, I'll work 10 hours a day. Instead of working six days a week, I'll work seven. So you kind of you start to go down that road and your wife taps you on the shoulder and says, OK, um, this this uh, is not going to continue to, to work uh, with you just uh, expanding your hours and expanding your hours. So we taught you how to leverage yourself in so many different ways. So what did you do when you got to that point where the marketing had kicked in, you're maxed out, uh, you, you realize you can't work any more hours. As an engineer, what is your mindset as to what you're going to do next? Well, I've got to add people. And uh, adding people was a little bit difficult for me. I kept picking people that weren't really the right, the right seat. They weren't sitting in the right seat. Uh, they weren't doing what I wanted to do. And I was, of course, the ISA. I was setting the appointments uh, and uh, the outside agents that I had hired on weren't, weren't really doing the, the job. I should have hired an assistant first, which is what I was told to do, but I didn't. I hired OSAs first and that didn't work out well. So uh, shortly, those OSAs were gone. Outside sales agents were gone and I hired an assistant to help me. And that, uh, that has been uh, a game changer that now that she is on board helping me with all of that, now we've got OSAs and, and an ISA dedicated to making calls. All right, let's dig deeper into that because uh, you, you, you said some uh, really important points. So uh, everyone in real estate understands uh, the concept of, of leverage and leveraging through other people, building your team. Um, uh, I often, uh, I believe I was the first real estate agent to ever do that. Uh, you know, brokers had license working for brokers had agents working for them. But uh, I don't think 25 years ago when I started to grow up my team, I don't believe that real estate agents had other real estate agents working with them as, you know, outside sales agents and inside sales agents. So um, but you're you're quite right. In the beginning, the first hire should be an administrative person, which yep. will allow you uh, to go uh, do more of the real estate stuff, you know, work with buyers and sellers. And, and then the, the next person I hired was uh, an outside sales agent that basically just worked with buyers and I hogged all the listings. Um, once you had that first uh, administrative person and you were now freed up to do more of the real estate stuff, then you said you'd lost your outside sales agents the first go around. 
because you didn't hire the right people. What did you learn from that? Uh, how did you doing going around the next time? How did you hire the correct outside sales agents? Well, I really focused on uh, the disc profile and how how they were going to work and fit my my culture and my, what I was thinking and how I wanted to run the business. I hired people that thought they knew what they were doing and they they didn't want to listen to the methods that I had in place, and so they quickly went by the wayside, but uh, hiring the right people and uh, a little bit different from some uh, folks is I hired brand new agents and I trained them mm -hmm. from the beginning, which seemed to work out really well for me, but it required a lot of training on my part. So uh, I uh, quickly got my assistant to help me with the training portion of uh, these new agents with contracts and things that they just mm -hmm. don't know. Okay, good point. So with the, uh, the veterans, uh, the, the, the disadvantages, I mean, the advantages is they know how to fill out all the paperwork and they've been in real estate for years. Uh, but the disadvantage when you hire, when you recruit veterans is they're also dragging all their bad habits or old paradigms along with them. And with the newer agents, uh, they're completely open uh, to how you want them to do things. Uh, you know, their, their thinking is wide open, but yes, the disadvantage is you have to spend more time because they don't know anything. They don't know how to fill out any of the paperwork. So you decided uh, to go that route uh, to hire agents that were fairly new or brand new in the business. What does your team look like today? Team today, I've got four outside sales agents, one dedicated ISA. Uh, that, that's all she does is make calls and, and does a little bit of database management. And uh, my me and my assistant, uh, I am slowly getting to the point where I'm not selling real estate all i'm doing is coaching and managing and marketing and growing the agents well that's cool first of all that's the highest and best use of your time uh but does everyone hear that jd's making more money as a real estate agent when he's actually stepped out of being a real estate agent okay i want everyone to think about that if you want to be a really successful real estate agent uh, the best way to do it is to leverage it to the point where you're not actually working with the buyers and sellers anymore what JD is spending his time on is recruiting, hiring, uh, training, uh, studying and perfecting the marketing, generating leads. Really, JD, your, uh, you know, man, that, that's really uh, your rainmaker activity right now is generating appointments for your agents. Yeah, absolutely. We work on the marketing and tracking the data and finding out where we can get the best leads from uh, the ISA setting up appointments for these agents and have them go out on these uh, appointments. And that's, that's the goal. Okay. So grow that uh, business I, up from there. I want everyone to understand how sweet this deal is. Okay. If you're, if you're in Melbourne, Florida, uh, first of all, you shouldn't be calling Craig Proctor. You should call JD, have a conversation about partnering up with him because here's the deal. JD has an overflow of business and with his engineering background, he has, he has studied uh, the lead generation and the tracking, which we're going to show you here in a few minutes, but he can, he can, he can bring in as much business as he wants, basically. Okay. It's like a volume control. What's limiting JD's business right now is he doesn't have enough outside sales agents to actually go out on the buyer, uh, the buyer appointments and the listing appointments. This is how the system works. If you were to partner up with JD, if you're an outside sales agent, you would literally just look at your day timer every day and you would be going out to listing appointments 
and buyer appointments that are set up uh, by JD's team. Okay, the leads are called by the inside sales agents. The inside sales agents qualify the buyer and seller leads. And if they're qualified and they're ready to act now, ready to buy or sell now, an appointment would be set for you. JD then coaches you up on the listing presentation and your buyer presentation. So literally all you have to do is show up and go through the process, go through that presentation that you've been coached up on. And when the seller signs the listing agreement, you basically send in uh, the paperwork to JD's office. They do all the work. They take the pictures, they get the keys cut. Uh, they, they deliver the feature sheets. Uh, they'll call the client and, uh, and welcome the client aboard and answer their questions. And you get involved again when the offer comes in. Okay, so this is broken down. So you as an outside sales agent uh, can make maximum money um, and have more freedom. And that's what we all get into real estate for, right? We get into real estate because we want freedom, which is more money and more time. So if you are in Melbourne, Florida, you should uh, reach out to JD. Just have a conversation. Won't cost you any money. Uh, you probably know who he is. If you're in Melbourne, you know who he is. Don't envy the guy. Okay. Uh, don't nibble around the edges. Just call him. He's really super nice guy, as you can see here. JD, what would be the best way for realtors to contact you just to verify your story or they're interested in, in joining up with you? How would they well, do that? They could uh, call me on my cell phone. Uh, best way is uh, that number. It's 321-360-6396. Okay, we'll drop that in the comments uh, below so you have his contact information. Now, if you're not in Melbourne, Florida, you should call me. Okay, if you're outside of Melbourne, uh, give me a shout, and uh, I will explain to you how you can do what JD is doing. In fact, um, we'll do a call with you. If you're outside of Melbourne, Florida, you can go to proctorcall.com. We'll drop that in the comments as well. It's my name, proctorcall.com. And uh, here's how that would work. We'd ask you a bunch of questions about your business. Uh, we would ask you where you want to go. And then we would give you our advice on how uh, we would take you from where you are right now to where it is you want to go. The call with me is free. The call with JD is free. So if you're in Melbourne, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You don't have to spend years figuring out what JD's done. You just partner up with him or at least have a conversation. You're outside of Melbourne, Florida. Go to proctorcall.com. Schedule a free breakthrough call with me and my team, and we'll show you how to do this. Now, let's get into what you're really good at, JD, which is uh, data tracking and lead management. I'm going to have Faith, our assistant here, pull up the download that we're going to make available to everybody, because I want to show you how, first of all, how organized JD is. Now, we're going to whip through this pretty quickly. Uh, I mean, even if we went through this slowly, you're not, it's not like you're going to retain it. That's why we're going to make it available in the download. But let's quickly go through this, JD. Tell us what we've got. Well, what I do with uh, some of these ads uh, that we, we put out is I have autoresponders set up. Now, what you're looking at here is Success Website, which is uh, something that you uh, have available to your uh, members, Craig. And uh, these autoresponders, they get uh, a phone call that goes straight to their voicemail. They get uh, then a followed by a text message that sends them a quick text. And basically, I'm sorting through those leads to find out who's really interested. Who, can, who do we need to contact right now that is interested in buying or selling? Uh, these ads that we're looking at are 
when I first started a uh, distressed or new construction ads, we were sifting and sorting these. And you can look at the engagement. We're getting about a, a 27 to 35% response, which is a pretty good engagement rate, I'd say. That's really good. What's this we, one? Uh, this is uh, just some of this. You can click on these to see what the ads say in the uh Templates you've got in success website, you can set up plans for your uh, leads that they go through. You can call them uh, or text them immediately, uh, set it up to call or follow up in a couple of hours or a couple of days, whatever the, whatever the case may be for a particular lead source that you want to sift and sort those leads to try to figure out who's worth calling and who just gets the information and they go about their way. So with the automation, they're getting uh, they're getting automated emails, automated text, and are you using uh, voice messages as well? Automated voice messages. Yep. In fact, you see on this screen right here, the first thing they get is an automated voice message that goes to them, and uh, that is followed up by a text message stating that, "Hey, I called," and it went straight to voicemail. It it doesn't actually ring their phone. It actually goes straight to voicemail. It's a slide dial. Yeah, so ringless, but, uh, okay, ringless uh, yeah. voice voice blast. And what would that ringless message say? Basically, I've changed it over the over the years, but basically, it's a call that uh, it doesn't say their name. It's very generic because I don't know their name, obviously. But I calls up and says, "Hey, uh, this is JD with your home sold guaranteed realty, and I wanted to let you know I have the information on whatever the ad may be. Let's say distressed homes in Palm Bay. Uh, give me a call, and, and I'll give that information to you." Okay. Sometimes it's uh, giving me a call or there's another voicemail that says uh, that information was sent to you via email. I hope that's OK. I'm just breaking the ice with them. OK, so right away, uh, they're receiving a, a, a ringless voice message. Uh, then what happens next? They get a text or they get an email? They get a text message right directly after that, uh, and that has the prospect's name in it. So it says, hey, and let's say Joe called, say, hey, Joe, uh, this is JD. I uh, sent the email that you requested uh, to your, uh, I sent the information you requested to your email. Is that okay? Now, asking that in a question form, a lot of times they'll reply back yes or yes, thanks. Sometimes so as soon as, as, they respond, as soon as they respond to your text, what happens next? That's when you guys step in. That's when we step in, absolutely, because then we, we know that they're engaged and they're actively responding to the message. If we get a, an answer that says a wrong number, at least we know right off the bat we don't have the right number here. They may still get email conversation, but they won't get uh, a call or a text. The, um, so I'm assuming the text you get the most response on. What would be next, the email or the voice blast? Email. We do get the response uh, responses on the email, too. As you can see on this screen, we do get direct calls from this, too. Somebody might get this via their email or some other method, and they call us directly. So it, it's resulting in some direct calls and some other methods as well. Which okay, been, next slide. Uh, very well. So I, um, for those that of you be, watching, I, I assume I assume everyone watching has some form of, of automation, as we all are aware, especially when you're generating a lot of leads. If you're generating as many leads as JD, um, like you're, you need some automation to help you reach the prospects. And one of the things that we, we battle, of course, is, is people not answering the phone. So it's very important that we, we reach them right away and we, uh, uh, we reach them in, in different ways. Uh, Faith, uh, did we go through all the slides? 
Was that, was that everything, J.D.? Yeah, yeah, that was everything. Okay. We went through so, it uh, pretty quickly. All right, so what we'll do is we'll make that available uh, in the comments below. Okay, when we're done here, uh, Faith will put a link in so you can, you can access those reports. Just to give you an idea as to what the automation looks like, but everyone should be using a form of automation. In the beginning, when your business is small, of course, um, you know, if you've got four leads, JD, it's easy to call for yeah, four prospects. Easy to call for. It's easy to call for. Um, now, talk about how you're managing this team. So you've figured out the lead generation. You're using direct response marketing. Everything is everything you do is tracked. And the most important thing is you actually look at the tracking information. You understand the tracking information. It helps you make good decisions. So you know, you know what to eliminate and what to spend more money on. Right. Um, so part of your time every week is, is being the lead generator. You know, that's part of the Rainmaker deal is, is being the expert marketer. Um, how much time uh, do you spend every week recruiting and training your team? Recruiting and training is uh, the large part of what I do. Uh, so I would say uh, I spend three days a week uh, focused on that. Uh, of course, every day is broken up a little differently. I do uh, marketing is the first thing I do almost every morning. I get up and we look at the leads. We look at the numbers, write some new ads. Maybe I'm putting those on Facebook or it's a Google pay-per-click ad or it's a, a marketplace ad, which you can get for some free advertising on that. A lot of people stick with that in the beginning, uh, advertise where you can for free. Uh, it's still a, a staple for us. So we do a lot of that with the marketing. And then we all right, have let's uh, let's up. let's rank all the different before we uh, get into the team training, because I do want to touch on, you know, how you train your team. And I, I know you, you've got a process and that's a, a huge value in joining up with you. Uh, your team is is the amount of coaching and training that you do. Um, OK, uh, let's talk before we move to team uh, team building and, and recruiting and that stuff to with marketing. What, uh, where are you getting your, most of your leads from today? Is it, is it Facebook? Is it, is it Google? Like explain to us all the, the different media that you're using right now. All right. Well, I get a lot, the bulk of the leads come from Facebook, but I can't say that those are the best leads. That's what we were looking at was a lot of stuff that I go through Facebook. And that's where I do a lot of auto response because I'm trying to sift and sort and get those leads to where we have viable. So, so would it be safe to say that you, you get a large volume of leads from, from Facebook, but not necessarily the most qualified? Yes, that is correct. Okay. And are these, when you say Facebook, are, are these Facebook marketplace or are these paid ads as well? Paid ads as well. So we do some paid ads and some uh, marketplace ads. Uh, we get a lot of leads from marketplace uh, as well as the paid ads. But uh, I'd say we get more from the paid ads just because the content is uh, a little better. You can't, there's certain restrictions on what you can do in marketplace. Uh, okay, so that's Facebook. Uh, do you do any, uh, oh, by the way, do you do any retargeting or remarketing on Facebook? We are starting to do retargeting now. So I have uh, pixels set up to where we track who's coming to our webpage and we remarket, uh, we remarket to them which has been working out really well. Yeah, yeah, very good. I mean, that's one of the huge advantages with your business page on Facebook is you can uh, you can pixel and you can retarget and remarket. So um, I'm glad to hear you're doing that. Uh, okay, what else outside of Facebook, uh, what else is working well for you? 
Well, we have uh, the Google pay-per-click and obviously Google pay-per-click is uh, less lads, more cost per lead, but uh, you're getting a better, a better quality lead because they're actively looking for real estate, not just seeing something flying by on their feed that they might just be looking at pretty pictures. So Google is, uh, is a good source. And uh, we have, uh, we don't have so much have autoresponder for that. I do have uh, something set up where they get contacted right away and uh, we reach out to them. The ISA calls them uh, right away. We try to call them as quickly as possible. Okay, and, uh, so we talked about Facebook and Google. What else are you doing? We do some direct mail. We have uh, some magazine ads that go out uh, on a bi-monthly basis, and we're talking 30,000 homes that get okay. this uh, magazine direct mail ad. We're getting a good response from that, mostly a, a for sellers in that uh, in that instance, and uh, we've got uh, Google pay per click uh, direct. Are you mail. using Are you using uh, YouTube, YouTube, LinkedIn? You know, I I have not started link, uh, LinkedIn yet, but that's next on the list. We're learning how to do more posts on LinkedIn. I think we've done two so far. And, how many uh, leads would you generate on a let's say in an average week? An average week, oh. It's, 40, 40 or 50 per week. We're uh, 500 or more per month. Okay. Uh, 500 a month. So that'd be about 100 a week, right? 100, yeah, 125. Yeah, okay. Um, all right. So when the lead comes in, okay, uh, it used to be, right? It used to be when the leads come in, uh, the leads go to JD. When they wanted to go look at a house, JD would show them a house. When they wanted to list their house, JD would. JD was doing the marketing. JD was getting the, the signs up, getting the keys cut, making taking the pictures, making the feature sheets. It was JD, JD, JD. You're working harder, 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 and you were kind of capped out. At what production were you capped out? Where you realized, well, um, this is not the way to do it. I, I got to leverage myself. Right, production. I, I would say when I got to doing. 25 or more a year. I needed, I needed help doing it because I was doing too many things at once, you know, obviously uh, training, I mean, uh, doing the calling and the, in the set scheduling appointments going on the appointments. It just was uh, too much uh, to do by myself. Now you had that epiphany JD, but understand a lot of realtors don't, they just think, well, that's the name of the game. And they keep doing 25 transactions for the rest of their life, working hard and, and growing <clears throat> older. Right. So now when the leads come in, uh, let's say, uh, let's talk about that process. So today, uh, you're not wearing all those hats. So a new lead comes in. What happens to the lead? Who's calling the prospect? And explain how the lead flow works in your office. All right. Well, when a lead comes in, the ISA gives them a call. We uh, try to call as soon as possible, obviously, and uh, get those set up. When we get a, a viable lead, and they're either a buyer or a seller, the best agent gets the lead. Our uh, ISA, I've already given her information about who gets uh, different leads in different areas, and she's uh, well aware of who is uh, the best for certain leads. So we, we cherry pick those. Uh, of course, I get some of those leads that uh, I'm still doing some selling, so I get some of those leads as well. Okay, let's slam the brakes on there for a minute because that's really good. Did everyone hear that? So uh, it's, not like, uh, it's not like all the leads get equally divided amongst the inside sales agents and the outside sales agents. JD figured this out that, well, there's a pecking order to this. The best leads are going to go to my best inside sales agents. 
And the best appointments are going to go to the outside sales agent that's uh, best equipped for that appointment. Um, so your inside now you're, you've given your inside sales agents direction as to who should get what type of appointments, or do they kind of know by now? You know, if it's a luxury end listing, uh, this this realtor in our team would be better than this realtor. Yeah, I've given some direction, but together we've we've decided who is uh, the best for this lead. If there's a, a a choice between a couple of different leads or leads whose agent they're going to go to. She gives me a call and we decide, okay, let's give this one to Lisa and this one to, you know, Gabrielle. Right, right. Because you, you want your outside sales agent coming back with a listing, not a story. Right. Right. And I, so I had the same deal uh, in my office, you know, I, in the beginning you think, well, you know, this what's fair is uh, all, everybody gets the same amount of leads or everybody gets the same appointments. And then I started to realize if it's a luxury end listing, I better send out um, this realtor on my team. If they're a first time buyer, I've got this other realtor that's much better. So, uh, and even in geographical areas, right? Um, some of my team members were better in a certain part of town or a certain area or with rural properties. So it's very important um, that we get to that point when you've got choices, because you do, you have a number of outside sales agents that you're actually matching the right outside sales agent with the right prospector or the, the right appointment. Uh, okay, so the, the inside sales get the, they call the, the leads back first. Um, if, um, it, obviously if an appointment is booked, you're highly selective with which outside sales agent goes out. Let's say it's a listing appointment and the listing appointments for, I don't know, uh, two days from now. What happens next? Well, next, uh, we're going to get uh, reminders set up. Uh, we put a plan in place so that the agent is aware of that. It goes on to their uh, planner or their calendar, more or less. We have calendars for all the agents set up. It goes on to their calendar. We confirm that they are uh, good with the appointment. We have had instances where agents couldn't do the appointment. We, they had, we had them double booked, so we had to shuffle things around. But uh, we can generally call that client back and uh, maybe adjust the schedule or do something to keep that agent in play, or we can give it to another agent if we have to, but that usually works out pretty well. And now you, we, you said uh, you're, you're cherry picking the, you're still cherry picking the very best one. So if, you know, if your uh, friend from high school called you and said, I'm ready to list my house, then you would take that one. Right. Yeah. I would take that one, obviously. Okay. All right. Okay. So, uh, there is a hierarchy to this. So if it's a, you know, if it's a real hot one, like a lay down, come list me, you'll still on the, the odd occasion go out to some of those because they're easy. Uh, all right, let's switch gears now to, uh, to the team, the recruiting, hiring and training process. How do you recruit them? How do you, uh, because you know, every, every brokerage in town, and we wanna talk about your home sold guaranteed realty, which is your new brokerage, which by the way, that folks, is that an awesome name for a company? Your home sold guaranteed realty. Do a Google search on that. Google your home sold and then Google any other company and, uh, and check out what, what happens. How do you recruit them though? What's your, like if you're trying to recruit me and I worked for, I don't know, another brokerage uh, in your area, why should I come and work with you versus just staying where I am? Well, Craig, if you come and work for us, uh, we've got uh, guaranteed appointments, not leads. We don't give you a lot of leads. I know a lot of the companies will supply leads and you pay for these leads. And whether they work out or not, you know, that's uh, you, you're, you're still paying for these leads. So 
it's advertising money, uh, whatever. Right. So agents, agents want appointments. They don't want leads. They oh, want yeah. appointments. Uh, okay. So that's one unique selling proposition is if, if I come over and I work with JD, I'm getting actual appointments on my daytime or not a bunch of leads from Zillow. Right. Leads okay, from cool. Zillow that you have to call that may or may not be interested in buying or selling. Okay. So, uh, uh, so, so uh, I, I get, I get appointments on my daytime or what else you got for me, JD? Why else should I come and work with you? Well, the training over here, Todd, is or Greg, is second to none. We've got uh, training uh, two two times in person a week, plus all of the training on the Your Home Sold Guaranteed uh, Realty University, which uh, is a whole different topic to discuss. But uh, there's training where you actually get certified with buyers for working with buyers and sellers. And uh, though, uh, Greg, I know that you've been in the business for a while, and and you've got a, a certain way you're doing business over there, but uh, this is a, a step up from what you're used to doing because that's not exactly the way we work it around here. Now, when you meet with new recruits, um, are, are you doing this by Zoom meeting in the beginning or is it a personal meeting or do you meet with them in like groups? Do you meet with uh, three or four people at the same time? Uh, it's generally uh, three or four people at the same time. And it's, it's always in person. I haven't done too many Zoom meetings with, uh, with agents. What we'll do is uh, we call we make some phone calls, uh, we get them uh, interested, and then we have kind of a group meeting going over what we have to offer here and why we're different. Okay, now, okay, let's talk about the training part, because you actually really train them. You I mean, you commit a lot of time and energy, and, and here's the thing. Every brokerage says that, right? Like Every brokerage who would be trying to recruit an agent says, oh, like we've got great training over here, and the truth in most cases is there's not much of an orientation at all. Uh, and the training might be, uh, okay, go watch these videos. Uh, and here's another problem. <laughs> a, a lot of the training that's provided by the broker, uh, well, the broker in many cases was not even successful as an agent and that's why they're a broker, right? Uh, so who does the coaching and training is, is very, very important. Understand JD successfully does what he's teaching you. I remember when I got into real estate, um, what happened was my broker actually inherited the business. She didn't even want to do it. She had she was never uh, like uh, like a high producing agent. So I was getting advice from, you know, somebody that um, had never uh, sold, never really got rich selling real estate. And, and so the, the nice thing about this is is uh, you're being trained on what actually is working in today's marketplace. And this coaching is intense uh, because, and this is necessary because if we give an agent appointments and they're not highly trained with what to do, what to say, what the, what the most effective process is, uh, they will still fail, right? And uh, here's the deal. The more, money, the, more, the more money you make when you join up with JD, the more money JD makes. So he's, he's a highly motivated uh, coach and mentor to you uh, because every th the way he's designed this business is to attract uh, agents that want to be top producers, and he commits to a ton of training every single week. Coaching, really, you know, not just training, or it's not like empty motivation. I mean, you're getting together with your team um, on a regular basis uh, to help them be super successful. You do not get that kind of training at most organizations. Now, I know they all say it. But it usually doesn't happen. Let me know in the comments if that's uh, if you can relate to that.
that when you started in real estate or, uh, you know, you've, been, you've worked at a brokerage where they, they talked a big talk about training and coaching and we're going to help you, um, or we're going to give you lots of leads and the leads weren't that good and neither was the training. This is what sets JD apart. I mean, this engineering background that you have is perfect for real estate in the fact that uh, your office is so organized. I have to imagine this is what attracted you to the Craig Proctor system in the first place is you realized there was a systematic way to doing all of this. Yeah, that's absolutely correct, uh, Craig. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, I uh, saw this. Uh, I, have, I have a master's degree in systems engineering. And so uh, when I saw this and I saw systems, I thought, this is, this is going to work. This is the way it, it has to work because systems give you predictable results. And uh, that's, that's what made me know that we, if you've got a system that, that works well, then you, you stick with the system. Yeah, and this is why you're, you're just so perfect for this, JD, because what you're focusing on now is uh, the systematic lead generation, the systematic uh, method of recruiting, hiring, uh, training. Um, the real estate is being sold by the team. That's the way this is going to work very quickly here for JD. Um, you're going to get to the point, JD, I predict, where even if you're, uh, one of your relatives called you and said, I want to list my house, you probably won't be going out there because you're going to be so... Uh, you know, it's so busy, uh, you know, running the, the operational part of it. Um, and that's where I got to. I mean, I, first I delegated the buyers, then I delegated the sisters, uh, the, the, uh, the buyers and then the sellers. And then um, I was going to say my sister, if my sister called, I would run out and do it. But eventually, even if my sister called me, um, I, I, I was had the faith that my, my team members could handle that. And I, uh, I really just focused on those key things of focusing on the marketing focusing on the technology, focusing on uh, how to leverage my team with people. So you definitely get it. Uh, you got it right away. And where do you predict you're going to be a year from now? Oh, a year from now. Uh, you know, I, I, I only see us, I see us growing exponentially over the next few years. Now that we are with your home sold guaranteed really realty, we have a, a, a great training program before it was just me doing the training, but now with uh, the university uh, through the Your Home Sold Guaranteed, we've got a, a lot of training that they can do. And then it's just follow up with us. We do a lot of role play. We do a lot of different things to get them trained on how to, how to get more commission, how to get paid more than the average realtor around here and not just accept what is offered in the MLS. Uh, right, we're teaching a, you how to get a pay raise because you, you're worth it. And we, we show yeah. you how to articulate that value and set yourself apart from all the other agents. So um, why did you make this switch to your home sold guaranteed realty? Uh, tell us about what attracted you to that and about the people that you've met inside Craig Proctor Nation. Well, the people are, are second to none. I think you have uh, always mentioned in any, any uh, book that you read about this, you want to hang out with the people that are doing better than you. Uh, so you're, who you associate with is really uh, where you want to be in the future. You've got to associate with these people because they've been there, they've done this. So uh, going to the conferences, uh, meeting all of the people that are doing this and everybody in the system is willing to tell you exactly how they do it. It's not a secret. Uh, they share their success. And so I, I love being- It's, it's pretty community. cool, isn't it? It's, it's, isn't oh, it pretty it's cool 
uh, being with awesome. hundreds, hundreds of, of broker owners uh, that are that are doing the thing that you want to do. Like exactly. everything we once we come to that epiphany that everything that we want to do in real estate is already being done by other Craig Proctor members. All you got to do is hang out with them, because I imagine here's what happened, J.D. You started coming to the conferences and then, you know, you kind of become friendly with some of the other Craig Proctor members and uh, you realize, hey, they're no different than me. Right. The, uh, the, 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 the Craig Proctor member that's doing 500 or 1000 transactions a year, uh, they're no different than me. And they're more than willing to share with you and explain um, exactly how they're doing it. And not only do you learn from them, they're also learning from you because you've got lots of great stuff. And uh, that is the synergy with this. We have hundreds of super successful broker owners uh, that, that all share in information. Uh, they're all uh, uh, networking at our events and on our, uh, our trainings that are several times a week. Uh, so I just want to give a shout out to uh, everyone in Craig Proctor Nation. And I know that's a, a big part of the attraction is, uh, you know, not just, you know, getting to hang out with me, but getting to hang out with uh, all of the other uh, Craig Proctor members that I know have helped you, J.D., and I know you've helped them as well. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's great uh, to do anything like that when you're in a setting like that you're teaching somebody else how to do it. It reinforces your knowledge about the subject. And it just, it's a, a way to grow exponentially. We're talking about quantum leaps here, not uh, incremental uh, gains. You know, it's, uh, it's a great system. I, hey, uh, you, you know what you just said, uh, like when you're explaining it, it helps give you clarification and helps you understand it. I was talking yesterday, JD, to uh, Kristen Stampini, who's in, in Boca Raton, not that far yeah. from you. And so Kristen uh, Stampini, as you know, is one, uh, is a Craig Proctor coach. And, um, uh, when I met uh, Christine, uh, when I met uh, when I met Christine Stampini, uh, probably like twelve or thirteen years ago, she was struggling. You've you've heard her story. Yeah, she's so successful now. Um, her and her husband Mark have uh, like I'm so proud of them. But she said something yesterday. Uh, she said, you know, when I'm co- when I'm helping you coach Craig Proctor members, when I'm explaining what I do. Uh, to the point where I can explain it so other realtors understand it, it helps me have a better understanding. Yeah. Right. So they say that you really truly don't understand something until you can explain it to someone else so they understand it as well. And every time you're at our meetings and you're having these conversations with our coaches, and then when you're coaching your team members, just by the fact that you're explaining exactly what you do to them actually helps give you more clarity. Have you found that? Yeah. Yeah. That does give you more clarity. And it also will help highlight areas where you're short. If you're uh, explaining it to somebody and it's not quite crystal clear to them, it's probably because it's not quite crystal clear to you. So as you go through that and get that clarity, it, uh, it really reinforces your knowledge and, and makes you that much better. It's just uh, a great thing. Okay, well, look, I really want to uh, thank you for your time. We've been at this here for almost 45 minutes. Um, look, um, give everyone your contact information again. If, if you're watching this, you're still watching this, and we're 45 minutes into it, there's obviously something here that resonates with you, <clears throat> right? By virtue of the fact that you're still watching this video at the 45-minute mark, uh, it means there's something here that, uh, that interests you. Uh, don't be shy about this. You should reach out to JD. He's, he's a cool guy. Um, just uh, give him a shout. 
and and uh, whatever you might think might be an obstacle, because that's sort of the the natural tendency, isn't it, JD? Maybe you yeah. even had those kind of thoughts in the beginning. Well, you know, maybe uh, you know, maybe this is something JD can do. You know, he's got this engineering background, and I wouldn't be able to do it. Or Melbourne, Florida is different. I'm over in California; it's different over in Florida. Everybody has these uh, immediate thoughts. Shouldn't say everybody. Some people have these immediate thoughts as to um, obstacles or barriers. But the truth is, you've met enough Craig Proctor members from all over the United States and Canada, small markets, big markets, male, female, uh, rookies, veterans. This is a system. If you plug yourself into this system, it will work for you. You will make more money and have more free time. So final thoughts before we wrap this up, give your contact information again, and then give us your final thoughts before we end our interview. All right. Well, the best way to reach out to me is, uh, of course, my cell phone number, 321-360-6396. You can also shoot me an email at jdvangilder at outlook.com. That, cool. uh, that's a that's about the best email to get me at because all the other emails forward to that one. So, or I guess we just Google you and find you all over social media. Google you, Google right. me. Uh, you'll you'll see your home sold guaranteed realty all over the place. And uh, um, I, actually, that's what I would do if I was you. Mystery Shop JD. Just Google him. Just uh, Google uh, G, uh, JD Van Gilder in Melbourne, Florida. See what comes up, and then Google yourself, and then you might say, "Well, there's maybe something I need to learn here." So Google JD and then Google yourself. Uh, And of course, if you want to reach me, we'll have in the comments a link. Uh, You can go to proctorcall.com. We'd love to talk to you. We'll book. I mean, that's how JD, JD and I, you know, we got started with a conversation, right? He came to an event. Uh, He's like, I I kind of like this. He he, he gathered some more information. It's a bit of a process. So um, what I'm offering everybody is a free uh, consultation. I call it a breakthrough call ask you a bunch of questions. You can tell me where you want to go, what your business looks like, and I'll help you fill in the blanks. If you like our conversation, I would love to work with you. And if not, well, then you just keep doing what you're doing. There's no downside, right? So what part of free and no obligation would be holding you back? It's proctorcall.com. Okay. So I'm going to throw it over to JD for some brilliant final thoughts here before we wrap it up. All right. Well, I, uh, I, I got to say that I think uh, our your home sold guaranteed realty is going to be a fast growing uh, realty in uh, the Brevard County area. If you're looking to grow, give me a call. We'll uh, we'll make your uh, dreams a reality. Uh, just uh, give us a call and we'll we'll set it up. There you have it. Uh, forget what you know. Focus on learning how to grow. OK, set those old paradigms aside. Okay, uh, just reach out to JD. Okay, Uh, do not be shy about this. Have a conversation. He's a cool guy. Ask him a bunch of questions about how this is. It's just a phone call. Okay, Um, if you're at the end of the phone call, if you know, if you don't see tremendous value, just keep doing what you're doing, right? But you'll never know unless you call JD. So I want to thank everybody for uh, for watching this. Uh, JD, I, I said to JD before we got started, I said, um, hey, man, you're growing in quantum leaps. I'm going to get you back in a year and we're going to compare your business, you know, a year from now uh, to, to how it is today. So, so J.D., all, right. uh, all the best and success. Of course, we'll be seeing you soon. Uh, yep. Keep doing what you're doing. And uh, I want to thank everybody for watching. Hi, this is Craig.